My and world's on fire. How, how about, about yours? yours? I'm kind of over it and I'm kind of bored. Hey now, 2020, get the fuck out, go away. Welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Hello, everyone. Hello, my friend. Hi. Okay. <laughs> that sounded uh, very akin to another show that we listened to. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, how are things? Things are things. Oh, that's... <laughs> yep. <laughs> World's still on fire. In case uh, you were concerned yeah it's fine on a more positive note ashley who's gonna die today um no one what have you ever done an episode where nobody died no not a single one name one ruth dr ruth she's dead though no she's, no, not. she's not she's not dead oh <gasps> yay <laughs> wait didn't that start with the holocaust yeah uh yeah but no one directly <laughs> and the chicago world's fair where we talked about H.H. H. Holmes Someone briefly. Someone died and then, at the end of it. They yeah. had to cancel the closing Fuck. ceremonies. <laughs> well, no one dies, okay? All right, I'm ready. I think. Now I'm like running through all of my notes. I'm like, is there any mention of death in this? I don't believe so. There's going to be have your shots ready, guys. <laughs> Not crossing off that bingo, Mark. Although it was self-proclaimed the bagel capital of the country, the small town of Mattoon in central Illinois hit the headlines in 1944 when it was in the spotlight for a group of strange events that had occurred over the summer. UFOs? Bum, bum, bum. No. <laughs> UFBs? <laughs> Unidentified flying bagels? <laughs> the bagels just took up life of their own and started tormenting the town. Hey, those everything bagels are up to something. Uh, being delicious? Blueberry bagels are where it's at. Ew. No, I Ooh. like savory bagels. Blueberry bagel with sausage, egg, and cheese. Oh. The first of the 1944 gassing incidences occurred at a house on Grant Avenue on August 31st. Tiffany so somebody was died. not alive. <laughs> <laughs> it was her great-great-grandfather. Urban Rafe was awakened during the early hours of the morning by a strange odor. He felt nauseated and weak and suffered from a fit of vomiting. <laughs> Poor Matthew. His wife. <laughs> Accurate. His wife thought to check the stove to see if it had been left on, but found she was partially paralyzed and unable to leave the bed. They later learned that their neighbor suffered the same symptoms that night when she was awakened by the sound of her daughter coughing but found herself unable to leave her bed. On September 1st, Mrs. Kearney woke up around 11 p.m. to a strange sweet smell, but she too was unable to move. She screamed out for her sister who was staying with her. When her sister rushed into her room, she noticed the smell and realized it seemed to be coming from the bed. The bed tome window oh okay are we like in crypts <laughs> <laughs> the bed tomb window was there an underground gas leak <laughs> coming from the tomb window why would you have windows in a crypt and yeah i don't know it's a fancy crypt leading to the gas lines yes uh, hmm. no i just can't type correctly apparently okay. it was coming from the bedroom window 
They reached out to the police who checked for gas leaks or any substance that may have caused the odor or the temporary paralysis, but their search came up empty. That same night, Bert Kearney, Mrs. Kearney's husband, returned from work around midnight, not yet aware of what was happening in their home. As he pulled in the drive, his headlights passed over a man dressed in all black peering in one of the windows of the home. (gasps) He attempted to chase the man down but lost him in the dark woods surrounding the house. As the events became public, along with the headlines of chaos of the world around them, panic began grippling the town. By September 5th, the police had received reports of four more attacks. So this is seven attacks in total. All of the occurrences were oddly similar. Families were awoken by a sweet smell and suffered incidences of temporary paralysis lasting up to 30 minutes. Many of them also reported a burning sensation on their lips or in their throats. And none of them had anything other than these... There were no signs that were found in the homes, no anything that were found that could have caused this. No deaths, no uh, things stolen. Nope. Weird. How would stolen things... Well, she said that... There was the guy Lurking. standing in the window, so I didn't know if like he was trying to knock them out so he could go steal stuff. It's just or... the reaper checking things out. You no. You ready to go yet? <sighs> nope. Just paralyzed them. Didn't kill them. <laughs> They're not ready yet. That's what sleep paralysis is. Oh, I'd be better with that than the, the falling. And... Oh yeah, the falling. <laughs> the succubine. Succubi. Oh, I thought you said the succubine. No, I just picture this little like gremlin porcupine. Like, (laughs) sleep, my darling. (laughs) That's going to be in my nightmares. You're welcome. Uh, Late the night of September the 5th, the first real clues of the mad gasser came to light. (laughs) Can we get a Tiffany a t-shirt that says that? (laughs) I am the mad gasser. I mean, it's not wrong. (laughs) Carl and Beulah, I believe is her name Mm b-e-u-l-a-h beulah cords came home from dinner around 10 p.m to find a white cloth about the size of a handkerchief lying next to the screen door on their porch mrs cords picked it up and noticed a strange sweet smell coming from it she held it close to her face i don't know why i don't need the sass i heard you both draw your breath (laughs) i don't know why and immediately felt lightheaded and nauseous her husband helped her inside and went to get her a glass of water. By the time he returned, he noticed Mrs. Cord's face and lips had begun to swell. And shortly after, her ma- mouth began to bleed. Ew. No, she did not die. Good. At this point. I mean, this was in 1944, so I'm sure she has <laughs> passed on passed by on. now. The police were called and took the cloth as evidence. While searching the property, they found what was described as a well-used skeleton key and an empty tube of lipstick on the sidewalk leading up to the porch. Hmm. What? I'm trying to picture what the tube of lipstick would be used for. To Applying look lipstick. Fancy. An empty tube. Well, they used it all. Carry on. <laughs> would you fuck me? It's the I mythical like thing, me. like the used up tube of chapstick or the used up tube of lipstick. No yeah, one I don't think actually ever. gets to the end. No. I've gotten to the end of not a lipstick, but like a lip a liquid. Stain. Yeah, it usually gets sacrificed to the washing machine gods before I can actually finish it. Or left in my car and melted. Or just gone forever under my couch. Thanks, cats. (laughs) They initially believed the suspect was trying to break into the home, but was unsuccessful. Later that same night, the gasser struck again, this time spraying gas into the open window of Mrs. Burl. Burl. It's going to be like behavioral. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As the attacks continued, so did sightings of the alleged gasser. Fleeting glimpses of of a tall, thin man dressed in dark clothes and a tight black cap were reported all over town. 
Rebecca is giving Tiffany side eyes. Because that's her type. I mean, the mad casser. <laughs> dressed in tall, skinny, dressed in all black. I mean, we'd get along great. <laughs> Need a lot of air fresheners. I was about to say, and a lot of open windows. The full... 10-man Mattoon police force tried to look into the crimes, but none of them could find any trace of the alleged gasser. Eventually, they summoned two FBI agents from Springfield to look into the case, but their presence did nothing to calm the town's concerns. (laughs) Rumors began to spread that the attacker was an escaped insane asylum patient or a German spy who was testing on a new poisonous gas. Oh, yeah. That's okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Time frame wise. Timeline. You got it. Connecting those red lines now. Yep. Armed citizens took to the streets, organizing watch parties and patrols in an attempt to prevent any further attacks. But the attacks continued to occur. They became more frequent and the attacker was getting sloppy, leaving behind evidence like footprints and slashed window screens. A local vigilante group did manage to apprehend someone who was suspected to be the gasser, but he was released after passing a polygraph exam. Ooh, because those are accurate. Especially in the 40s. Right. This is exciting. That was like the, uh, it's basically like a record needle on a piece of paper that you slowly pulled. And if you sneezed, it would jump. So do I. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a cat. Um, Business owners announced they would be holding a mass protest rally on September 10th to put more pressure on the police force to put a stop to the mad gasser attacks. The gasser, however, was not phased by the local groups or protests and kept his attacks growing strong. Miss Violet Driscoll and her three-year-old daughter Ramona <gasps> awoke in the late evening of September 10th to the sound of someone messing with the screen on their bedroom window. Nope. Okay. Violet grabbed Ramona and tried to run for help, but the fumes got to little Ramona and she instantly began vomiting. <gasps> Violet turned to see a man running from the home. I would kill a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's the death you were looking for in your story. I don't mess with my baby. True. But if your child was also violently vomiting all over the place, you probably wouldn't leave them to chase after oh, a man. Oh, God, no. So, but oh, I would find him. Oh, okay, Mama Llama. I don't know who you are, but I will find you. A short time later, gas was sprayed into the partially open window, which... Okay, this has been going on for almost a week and a half now. Mm-hmm. Why are you just chilling with your windows open? No clue. Because it's hot. But there's a mad gasser afoot. Turn on your fans. Suck it up. It's 1944. Well, they would. Yeah. They have ceiling fans. They have. They should have the little. I uh, I know they had like the stand fans. Stand fans. I wasn't sure if ceiling fans were like super popular. Wouldn't they even have the like window air conditioner unit? Yeah, but that would only like. Could you imagine though if they sprayed the gas into one of those? (laughs) Oh, God. Awful. (laughs) Okay, yeah, just, just super, with super efficient, fans. super awful. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Um, a short time later, gas was sprayed into the partially open window where Russell Bailey, Catherine Tuzo, Genevieve Haskell, and her young son were sleeping. At another home, Frances Smith and her sister Maxine were awakened by a buzzing noise from outside that they believed to be the sound of the spraying apparatus, quote unquote. They also noticed a sweet odor and a thin blue vapor filling the room. They began to choke and felt a heaviness in their arms and legs. FBI agents were trying to track down the type of gas being used in the attacks and the police force was struggling to investigate. I I put the gassard instead of the gasser. (laughs) It's the... The gassy bastard. The The gassard. gassard. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the police force was struggling to investigate the Gastard TM um, and keep control of the armed citizen forces taking to the streets. Both agencies, the FBI and the local police, were coming up empty-handed. At this time, several dozen well-armed farmers from surrounding towns had joined the patrols in Mattoon. But despite of all the patrols, six more attacks took place, including Mr. and Miss, Mr. and Mr. Probably not in the 40s. Mr. and Mrs. Scott, who returned to their farm to find the house filled with the sweet-smelling gas. Several additional attacks were reported on September 11th, but they were dismissed as false alarms. The accounts in the newspaper began to take on a more skeptical tone, and despite the eyewitness accounts and the evidence they had gathered, the police were quick to dismiss new claims or attacks. It seemed to be easier to claim that the gasser never existed than to continue the search. Question. Never mind. Never mind. I'll wait till the end. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> the papers began to take a new angle. That the women of Mattoon had dreamed up the gasser as a cry for attention, <laughs> as many of their husbands were overseas fighting in the war. Um, Although many of the witnesses and victims were men. No, it's uh, hysteria. It's fine. It's hysteria. It's hysteria. <gasps> Ooh, was this when like uh, places like Pure Romance started up? And <laughs> what? As to cure the mad gas of fever uh -huh. of Mattoon. Wow. On September 12th, the Mattoon police chief, C.E. Cole, issued a statement on the attacks. He stated that the large quantities of carbon tetrachloride or trichloriotethylene gas, both of which had a sweet odor, were used at the local Atlas Diesel Engine Company. And this must be what's causing the case of the reported illness and paralysis. Completely negating the fact that that company had been up and running for almost 10 years at this point. And it was only happening to like one person in the house, like one room. Or... And now they're slashing window screens and leaving empty tubes of lipstick. I mean, sassy diesel engine mechanics. You never know. It could have been carried through the town with the wind and left the stains that were found on the rags. And as for the quote mad gasser, he was simply a figment of their imaginations in an attempt to make sense of the situation and that the whole case was simply a mistake from beginning to end. What the hell? A spokesman for the Atlas Diesel Company was quick to squash the allegations, stating that the only gas that was used in the plant was in their fire extinguishers and that this caused no ill effects in the air. And why would the gases that were used never caused a problem before? Also, how would the gases be cutting screens and opening windows? Yeah. Could you say they're all being gaslit? <laughs> Good job. Good job. I like that one. Some people could. Well, I don't like gaslighting, but <laughs> the pun the pun was A plus. Yes. The actual act, we're gonna go with an F. The statement also failed to explain how so many similar accounts of the gasser were reported to the police or how witnesses or how witnesses reported sightings of the man described as the gasser before I'm just gonna read you guys what the sentence actually says because I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> Or how witness reported sightings of the man of the gasser description before then even knew of the claims of attacks taking place. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. Did you have a window open when you wrote that? <laughs> I'm not. I know what I'm trying to say, but now I can't. It's hard. Or how witnesses said that they saw someone that was described as the gasser before they even knew that something had happened. Yes, absolutely. I get what, what I was trying saying. to go for there. Yeah. Or how witness reported <laughs> sightings of the man of the gasser description before then even knew of the claims of attack taking place. Sweetie, uh -huh. you're pretty. Thank you. Uh -huh. 
this is what happens when I don't write my notes at work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, I was, I was on a trail and then got interrupted like six times during that sentence. <laughs> the last attack took place on September 13th. Bertha Branch and her son, Orville, described the attacker as a woman in man's clothes who sprayed gas into the bedroom window. The next morning, footprints were found below the window that appeared to have been made by a high-heeled shoe. She had hysteria. So it must have been a woman. Absolutely. After that night, no more reports of the mad gasser of Mattoon were ever reported. To this day, the identity of the gasser and the reason behind the attacks remain a mystery. As they do, stories have grown in absurdity over the years. They range from the German spy and mental patient to a mad scientist or an ape man. An ape man? An ape man. So like a skunk ape, but you fell asleep (laughs) and you were paralyzed. A stinky skunk ape man. Could it have been an extraterrestrial visitor using some sort of paralyzing agent to study the people of the town? Yes. Yes, it was. Um, In 2002, a woman claimed that her father grew up in Mattoon during the time when the attacks were taking place. He told her that there was a young man living in the town who was allegedly insane and a number of people believed he was the gasser. His two sisters locked him away and as the story goes, the attack stopped immediately after. Well, that is um convenient. Convenient and also really sad. Well, if he was the gasser, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, but don't lock him away. But also, like, help. what was he using? And yeah. if that was the case, if it had stopped, did they ever look into him? I don't know. Oh, I have so many questions. There's a lot of open-endedness with this one. Oh, yay. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Whoever, whatever he was, the gasser has completely vanished with no detailed clues left behind. Perhaps he was, as Donald M. Johnsfield wrote in a 1954 article called The Phantom Anesthesist of Mattoon, a field study of mass hysteria in the Journal of Abnormal and Social Psychology, which documented the incidents as a case study of mass hysteria and referred to the gasser as simply a, quote, shadowy manifestation of some unimaginable unknown i don't like that for a couple reasons (laughs) one no (laughs) two like if that were legit like maybe some of my fears are just manifestations from mass hysteria emotionally unstable (laughs) maybe rebecca thoughts would you like to expand on your fears (laughs) and (laughs) Please provide details. What I like to? No. But no, if uh, I don't think it's mass hysteria, but people much smarter than me think it is. So whatever. But I just feel like if they were saying it beforehand, like maybe once the initial claims came in, maybe some of the other complaints. Is that the word I'm looking for? Reports. Maybe those were hysteria. Like the mass hysteria, seeing it happening, thinking, oh my God, it's happening to me. Because hell, when I had a cough a while ago, I was like, oh God, do I have shortness of breath? Am I making this up in my head? And I legitimately could not breathe because I was making it up in my head. Fair. So maybe some of them were, but it had to start with something. And you had the evidence there, the cloth. But it could have just started with like a actual gas leak. And then one person heard that and then they awoke to something smelling funny and they were like, oh God. But what about the guy in the window? Demons. No! Aliens. Okay. Satan. I mean... Alien demons. Ooh. (laughs) I don't like that. Well, 
demons with ufos i'm not comfortable with that either but no uh if you've got the guy that the husband saw see i'm trying to think about the like ripped windows the screen yeah a cat well a cat or maybe like you thought you had children it. yeah somebody playing a nasty joke that could have been it too like kids of the town heard about it and they were like hey, hey. what a sick waft joke. the pumpkin spice candle towards <laughs> an open window <laughs> Is that a sticky, sweet odor? Another thing about that, what I was thinking about earlier is a lot of people say they can smell gas, but there's like, I have not fact checked this, but I've heard that it's like kind of how some people cilantro tastes like soap. Yeah. Like, hi, me. That's because of that gene. Um, some people don't have like, or have a certain gene where they can't smell gas. Well, gas itself, like the gas that goes into your house or into your oven doesn't naturally have a smell. Yeah. They but have the, to put a s- the smell they it. put into it to, uh, make you aware of it. Hmm. But again, I have not fact checked that. I just heard it once in passing. So that certain people can't smell that smell. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. For some reason I was thinking gasoline and I was like, no, that definitely has a smell. Mm. It does. It's a good one. I like that smell. Me too. It's um, akin to sniffing Sharpies. This explains a lot. Or uh, <laughs> rubber cement. Ooh, Don't sniff I rubber, cement, rubber cement in a really long time. I haven't either for a reason. <laughs> I really <laughs> like rubber cement. <laughs> So Tiffany has a birthday coming. <laughs> no. No, I was sidetracked in high school. It was very straight edge. No drinking, no drugs, no smoking, no sex before marriage. And my friends gave me rubber cement for my birthday because I like the smell of it. And like I would sit and just huff it all day long. And somebody asked me about it. I was like, it smells so good. And they're like, yeah, you're high as balls. I'm like, no, I'm straight edge. I'm not high. And then I had to give up rubber cement. <laughs> And she's been sober for 15 years. So anyway, back to um, <laughs> Des Moines. Where are we at? Mattoon. Mattoon. Oh, my God. Bagel capital. The self-proclaimed bagel capital of the country. Rebecca, what do you think about it? Men in black. What, you think they were like gassing people to make them forget something? Maybe. We don't know. They were there. We don't know what happened. No, we don't. I do like the alien idea. I mean, I don't think that's what it was, but I do like that theory. I think it was just somebody trying to scare people. I don't think there was any like actual point behind it. I think it was just somebody. How that, how long did it go on? Less than two weeks. Okay, yeah. It that's... started on August 31st, or I guess right at two weeks. It started on August 31st. The last attack was reported was on September 13th. Yeah, be one of those things where for two weeks you got away with it and you're like, all right, I'm really pressing my luck here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tiptoe back on out of here. Goodbye. Somebody from the rival football team. Oh, my God. Could you imagine that being on your deathbed and like looking at grandchildren and just being like, hey. I'm the mad gasser. And as for my grandkids, they'd be like, yeah, we, we know. know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to tell us here? No, no, no. Yes, we know. So we don't get like an actual ending this week? No, there's no ending. It's oh. open-ended. I'm sorry. Cool. Well, thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I am uncomfortable with not having an answer, but I'm going to go with aliens. Okay. Demon aliens. Nope. But thanks. Grumpy child. Grumpy child. Okay. Who was like, ha, 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 ha. That's what I figured. Just a hooligan. That one would make me the happiest. Just like some little punk who gets his kicks off for two weeks and it was like, okay, pushing my luck. But like, again, think about it though. Like you said, if it was just some kid or somebody just being stupid and then it's still to this day is being talked about. I would feel so good. Well, no, I would blab right away. So I would get caught. But 
true kudos to anybody oh everybody's still talking about it that was me Uh uh-huh or like even before people started talking about it did you smell something funny (laughs) right how'd you sleep last night Mm -hmm. that would be me one thousand percent so but that's the mad gasser of mattoon i like it bravo ma'am and on that note remember friends everyone has something that they find odd let Let us us tell you you why it's not (laughs) if you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss you can share them with us on any of our social medias links can be found on our website theladiesestrange.com or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com don't forget to subscribe rate and review and if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show you can find us at patreon.com slash theladiesofstrange keep it smelly lovelies keep it smelly lovelies (laughs) bye bye I couldn't remember the word lovelies. Oh my God. (laughs) 